Welcome to the Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Hello and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Full Circle, Circle Podcast. Um, we are today in Nantwich, in Stoke-on-Trent. We are. Bit of, a, bit of a journey out today. Yeah. Bit of a, bit of a day trip You've been. Yeah. Um, so we are, with, uh, we are at the Elevate Your Mind, Mind, Body and Spirit event, uh, hosted by one of your, own, one of your friends, friends Julie. That's right. Di- Diane. Yeah. Yes. Who... Uh, we have recorded with and released uh, last week. We did, the didn't episode we? Was released last episode. week. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah, we've already been talking to several fantastic people, people that uh, run animal sanctuaries. Yeah. Um, we've got a gentleman on stage at the minute setting up an experiment for us. So we're looking. It's going to be so interesting. So we're going to go there next. First, yeah. um, we're talking to some fantastic people that. We've already been invited to different events as well. Did so. you say a firewalk? Yeah. We've been invited yeah. to go and take part in, in a firewalk May. in mm-hmm. Ilkley as well. Yeah. And the hospitality here has been brilliant already. We've all had a, a little sample of a cacao drink. We have. And yes. uh, it's certainly yeah. put Could fire in my cockles yeah. yeah. today, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> very nice. Very creamy, very silky. Mm. I yeah. thought it's nice. so. It's nice. time for me. I'm going to have another one later. Ah. I think. Yes. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so we're just about to get uh, started, aren't we, with the uh, interviews yeah, and the experiments? Yeah, we are. That's going to be really fascinating. There's quite a few talks on today, so we're going to capture what we can. Um, we've been invited to take part in uh, one of Peter's talks, haven't we? Um, which yes, sounds yeah. very fascinating to do with uh, breathing. It's breathwork, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. We'll catch you later. We'll catch you later. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Stephen's our first, our first interviewee for today. Yes, indeed. Um, exciting. And as you could have just seen, Stephen was setting up a bit of an experiment for us there, Stephen. Yeah. Would you like to tell us what, yeah, what, what you're what doing, doing Stephen? Yeah, well, a lot of people have a misconception about water these days. And people are drinking tap water with ingredients that they don't know anything about. Yeah. And we know so little about our own health, it's unbelievable. Uh, within your DNA, your DNA is carried uh, 12-strand DNA within your spine. And this is actually supported by a structured water column around it. Yeah. If this depletes by over 8%, your helix close semi-collapses. So your health does a bit. So it's easy fixes how to get your health better. And one of them is here, a machine I bring in from America, called the Vitalizer Plus. Okay. I guarantee, because I like to be spiritual, but we'll sell it cheaper than anyone else, because yes, we're just yeah. trying to help out. Yeah. And so. what this does, it puts a magnetic telloidal field within the water. Right. Now, if you, the next one there that I also do is the Schumann frequency. Have you heard oh, of the Schumann frequency yeah, before? Yes. Yeah. yeah, now, yeah. the Schumann frequency is the frequency that Mother Earth emits. So we're in a town or a city, or wearing plastic on our bottom, we're not grounding. Yeah. No. We're supposed to be the bit in the sandwich from uh, above and on Mother Earth. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not actually 
we're not resonating with it. So what I'd like to remind you to do is, if you take a okay. little bit of a sip of this one here. Yep. Now that's okay. the Vortex water. Yep. Just stand this way slightly. Sorry, I just want to make sure. Just make sure you're on the shot, that's all. Yeah. Bit new to this, so uh, thank you That's all right, you're doing really well. And then if, if that's, that feels quite like a Sauvignon Blanc. It's quite nice and wide. It's, it's got all the qualities that it needs to be. You mean you've just turned water into wine? I can do that by <laughs> hand as well. Yeah. Can I try some? Yeah. Because yeah. it's your frequency that you're putting into it. Mm. Now that's the... Uh, the Vortex water, and this was actually developed by, have you ever heard of Emoto? Dr. Emoto on YouTube, he's yeah. passed over now, but he yeah. did a lot of work with water, has the most knowledge, memory, and everything, and the crystals well, it's very nice, that is. Yes, yeah, it certainly is. Yeah. And his research partner, Dr. Kim, developed and painted this machine. Right. So this is sort of Emoto-esque. Uh, oh, this nice. is human water. So that's the 7.831. Right. Okay. A little bit different again. Mm. Let me have a little go on that one to remind myself. It's a bit like yeah. a wine. I need to. Yeah, that's. Uh... This one's a little bit sharper and higher. Isn't it? a bit more Whether of a kick. one's more rounder. And... Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was going to say that one. The, the first, the. Was very smooth. It's so round. Really it's almost smooth. like a yeah. Sauvignon yeah. Blanc. Yeah. Yeah. Nice red, really soft and round. As soon as you taste the second one. This one's one. got a little bit more of a yeah. sharpness. It's still beautiful. Yeah. Now this is it's uh, almost that one's almost like a bit of a a citrine. Yes, like it's got a little bit of sharpness to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And this one is uh, cheapo little water, okay. but this is what I use as my base. So from this, you have got You've turned the it two into different. That. I've turned it into yeah. two different waters. Okay. Right. Can you tell the difference? Did you feel a difference between the three different types? That. I could drink that, that all day. That, now, that, even if you yeah. put that in on flowers, yeah. wow, they grow yeah. really nice. That tastes heavy. quite bitter now. Yes, in comparison. Comparison to the other yeah. two. But, but this yes. is what we started with to get this one and this one. Yes. Okay. So it's really important to have quality water. It okay. is, yeah. Because actually we can live on water alone. Yeah, well, we're obviously nearly 80% water as well, aren't well, we? Well, thank Between you for 70 me. Yeah, 70% water to 75% water in yeah. your body. Now, these are the two ones which nobody knows. 90% water in your brain. Right, yeah. And 99% plus in your blood. Yeah. So if your blood's not clean and your brain's not clean, you're not really going to connect as intended yeah. to be by source. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense, yeah. absolutely. And that then links to why people get headaches when they're dehydrated. Yes. Exactly, yeah. yes. And then you can be drinking things like Nestle Pure Life, which is actually purposely made... Now, Buxton water is crummy Ooh, to yeah. knock out your gut. Yeah? yeah? So you're not masticating, your food doesn't get yes, as well, yeah. your gut, and then it kind of knocks it out and you're getting more chemicals into your body. Absolutely, mm. yeah. That's fascinating, that yeah. is really, yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. So that's water, yeah. um, which I, I led into the DNA, which kind of mm. leads into chakras as well. And what else I've gone and developed? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Glenn might want to turn the camera around for sorry. this. Right, okay. Claire. Um, if you can, Glenn. If you can follow us, where are we going, Steve? Well, I don't know. Does anyone fancy being a guinea pig? Do you yes, want to be yeah, a guinea pig? I can be. Yeah. yeah. All right. Will yeah, we be able please. to do it with the wires? Are you better being the guinea pig with being wireless? Yeah. Okay. Oh, go on, then. Right then. Yeah. So, what I'm going to ask you to do is, can you whip your shoes off? Of course, quick? I can. Yeah, yeah. Not a problem. So I'm going to go round you. Is there any chance you could just click? 
just get me out a little bit because I'm... A little bit, yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to spin it round because I want... This is... So you've got the Metatron decal. Metatron is the angel that was Enoch. Yes. He's a living person. Yep. The only person who was a living person transcended into an angel. So I've missed his signature. So if you can stick me a foot there and a foot go there. over here. All right. Okay, Phil. Yeah. And I felt that straight away. Way. Right. Now, if you can close your eyes a little bit and maybe get a mudra or get yourself into a, a nice place and start doing some breathing for me and just like go into it. I'm just going to leave you a few seconds to, to do that. I think we'd better kind of wake you up a little, otherwise we could go on forever and ever, couldn't we? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've got a, the biggest... I can't get rid of this cheesy grin. I just... <laughs> the grin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we need to bring it in a smile. Yeah, you look like you're smiling. In a smile. Feels, yeah, feels yeah. fantastic. Good. Well, what you're doing, this is like 13 chakras. Yeah. I never believed in seven. Seven's like a lamp. And, and do you know what? Brain. I could feel it going through, like, the... The 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, and so on. I could feel it going straight up and connecting. Well, the two grounded down into Mother Earth, which yeah. we forget about, is two, the central core. Yeah. And then the other ones, you have to be like a divine female and male to, yes, be able to get yeah. through to Source, because Source isn't going to let anybody get next to no, it. No, no. You have to be really kind of balanced. And this is what these do. And when you add yourself together to the 12, you yeah. create 13. Yes, yeah. And the world should be run on 13. 13 ovulations of a female. We used to have 13 months. We yeah. did. This is, yeah. this is all when we had yeah. the uh, rule by the goddesses and not in this uh, patriarchal society which we're struggling in at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> he's just gone. I'm going to leave you. I'm just going to leave you two to it yeah. for a bit. Thank you. Well, I'd, I'd like to come on, on camera, but I might trip over the wires, so I'm, I'm, thank you, Glenn. Thank you. I, <laughs> I was I trying to hold the microphone Stephen, I'll just stand here and there. hold these for you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I wasn't expecting Steve to go off yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere, no, so I've, uh, I've managed and to follow him. This feels, I feel fantastic stood here good yeah yeah and the thing is i know you're not bullshitting me just to try and agree i can tell by your eyes yeah your stance even how you was working yourself with them you were drawing them closer into your soul i was really connecting with metatron as well there yeah and and all i could think of i don't know if you're still yeah we're still rolling know, we're still yeah, rolling we are. but but bringing me into more alignment with the new earth yes yeah that's that's what because we, we have to ground it it's no use, we're not going anywhere. We've got to ground the light through us, and this is what yeah. we're doing, generating yeah. light in our brains. Yeah. And our bodies. And our, yeah. yeah. Well, yes. But Everything, yeah, straight through. And not only is the sun the uh, goddess Ra, which is here Ra. on that plate there, uh, the, the lights which we see within our third eye are the goddess Ra as well, because she deals in frequency, and colour is a signature of frequency. Yeah. Stephen, whereabouts are you from? Uh, the Stockport area. Okay, okay. Manchester. South, yeah. South Manchester, not far from us. Yes, yeah, so where really. can people find you? Uh, well, I'm on Facebook. I'm not going to promote myself very well because I've been a hermit for a few years learning mm -hmm. my different things and putting them together. Okay. But I'm going to do home visits. Perfect. Also, I found that this is tremendous for people who have suffered from trauma and, mm. and they want to let go because when we get involved with trauma, we go very tight. Yes, These yeah. frequencies get into you and open you up again very subtly and very nicely and realign your chakras. 
Very beneficial. Lovely. Well, thank you very much. Hi, good morning. I'm here. Well, I think it's still morning. I'm just I'm here with my friend Lynn Sumner, who I haven't seen for years. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. All is well in my world. Absolutely. I've seen you here, there, and everywhere. Lots of different shows. But we're here today at Nantwich Civic Centre, aren't we, with your beautiful Tropic. Tropic, yes. Yeah. Yeah, So can you tell us about Tropic and about what you're doing here today? Right. I've uh, I've just come, well, I've just come back from Thailand, actually. So, and so this is the first uh, treat for my 70th birthday, would you believe? And, we wouldn't uh, believe that at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all down to Tropic. Yeah, yes. I got involved in Tropic 10 years ago. 10 years uh, wow. at very, uh, very beginning of the launch of the it's company, early, actually. Wasn't it? Early doors, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Sue uh, Mar, she, uh, uh, she came over from Thailand and she produced this body scrub that Nan used to uh, uh, make for it. Uh, and I took it to Greenwich Market, sold 50 pots, that's where the story started. Yeah. Then she entered The Apprentice. Uh, she didn't win The Apprentice, but Alan she Sugar... Well, didn't she? Yeah, Alan Sugar approached her after the show and asked to buy into her, uh, the company. Yeah. Uh, and the rest is history. We've gone on from leaps and bounds. It's, uh, and what, um, and I've, I'm a therapist and I've always used a natural product to announce what I do. Uh, so, um, and when this came along, I thought this is the one I've been waiting for. Yeah, you wanted something organic, didn't you? Yeah, and and vegan as well. Yeah, it's vegan, it's organic. Cruelty uh, free, of course. Yeah, yeah. oh, definitely cruelty free. It's made in this country. Uh, and it's a local, and, she's local, isn't she, really, in this yeah. country? And, uh, and uh, we put twice as much back in the planet that we take out. So, it's very ethical. Uh, so, it, it ticks all the boxes for me. And I say yeah. I've been using it 10 years, yeah. uh, and it's, uh, it suits me. It's got so, it's skin care and body as well, yeah. isn't it? Hair, hair care, care, baby care, mum care. Uh, we've got... Uh, uh, so if you know anybody with skin, give them my number. Of course, everyone's got skin. That's uh, the largest organ of your body, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, Do you candles as well now, is that right? And lip balms and things, uh, is that right? Yeah, well, we've got, we've got everything. Um, and uh, the candle, we've got a candle as part of, of one of the sets that we do, uh, but we don't actually promote candles, no, it's all yeah, about, it's just all about the skin and the body. Yeah. 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 That's more of a gift, isn't it, from the gift yeah. uh, boxes yeah. that you do yeah, now. It's in the gift range, yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, my regime, cleanse tone, moisturise, and serums as well. I use a, uh, I use a, because a baby's cell turnaround seven days. Somebody yeah. in the 70s like myself, it's a 70-day turnaround. 70 so, days? So it's wow. all about keeping the moisture in the skin. It's yeah, um, a long time, isn't yeah. it, if you think about yeah, it? Yeah, so it's about moisture and protection. So I use a serum there. Uh, in the morning to keep the mo- at night to keep the moisture in while I'm asleep, yeah. and then in the morning I use a serum to prevent and reverse damage. Yeah, and there's lots of different serums as well. There's greens, isn't there? Yeah. There's super greens, there's, which is excellent for anybody with rosacea, dry skin complaints. Uh, the, I, if I get stressed, I get a flare up of um, uh, psoriasis. Yeah. So uh, the elixir is. I was just going to mention the elixir. That's a fantastic yeah, that, one. That's it? always been I've my. Yeah, like my uh, hero, hero. Yeah, so I've turned. Uh, I've, I've, I've had ladies coming to me with topic X, rapid rosacea, and I've got the tools to. Uh, you have, and being a therapist as well. Oh yes. You, you know, with massage and, and everything, isn't yeah. it? Really, yeah, it comes in handy because you can advise people then. Yeah. You know, years of experience. <clears throat> yeah. Well, marvelous. So, where can people find you if they want to contact you, Lynn? Well, I'm, uh, I'm based in uh, Staffordshire, in uh, 
Warrington, uh, and uh, it's, I've got an online shop uh, which is uh, uh, www.tropicskincare forward slash Lynn Sumner. And uh, yeah, I'm normally at uh, Mind, Body, and Spirit shows. Yeah. I do events in Boston. Uh, I'm always out and about That's there. Yeah, so, Facebook as well. Yes, Facebook. Uh, all the all the all social the media. And uh, and if somebody wants uh, to, to give them a facial or just walk them through the product or invite a few friends around. Uh, yes, yeah, so you do pamper yeah. parties as well. Uh, yes, and I'm always looking for. Skin. People with skin, <laughs> and somebody who's looking for another source of income. So, yeah, she's yeah, also doing part-time or full-time. Green beauty revolutions. So this is what. <laughs> uh, yes, so I'm, I lure them away from. Uh, yeah, I won't swear. And also, you said there was a two-way. You can check your skin products oh, as yes, well. Oh yes, there's a there's an actual app called uh, Think Dirty. It's uh, if you put it, pop it on your phone, put the name of your product in. And it tells you how safe you are. If it's in the red, it's a no-no. So there's um, a dirty product if it's in the red. If you put Pop Tropic in there, green looks right across the board. I can't fault it. It's got the green light. Yes, it's definitely, uh, definitely a wise career move ten years ago for me. Marvellous. Well, thank you very much, Lynn. Hope you have a good uh, rest of the day. You seem quite busy early on this morning. Yes, so. I've got off to a good start this morning, and it's. Uh, and I say I'm, I'm local, so I know a lot of you know, people. Yeah, they come to see. I'm sure they're coming to see me today. Brilliant, I think that's a wrap. Welcome, thank you for coming. So today we're going to talk about flow of abundance and prosperity. But um, it's always nice, I feel, with events to really land in the space. Um, can I just ask to start off with, we're going to go through to 12.30, so does anyone need to leave, apart from the camera people, does anyone need to leave before 12.30, or do I have your attention for a long 45 minutes. Yeah? Is that good? Cool. That's really nice to know. So we can we can create a space and hopefully make this uh, as it's quite nice actually to have a talk where it's uh, quite a small group because we can make it interactive and we can explore kind of, we can explore uh, maybe some of your own challenges around money and flow. But just to start off with, let's just do a little alignment and just land in the space and tune in, if we can, if that's okay. So it's a really good idea just to uncross, feet flat on the floor, uh, spine nice and straight. So we've got a nice connection from the source through to the earth. You've got um, your feet flat on the ground, sitting nice and straight in your seat with your arms, uh, with your hands, uh, palms facing up, resting on your thighs. Hi, welcome. Just starting to take a seat. And uh, just to take three long deep breaths in through the nose and going out slowly over the bottom left. So so do, we're going to do three of those long deep breaths. And as you do those deep breaths, just dropping from your mind into your body, into the heart, fully landing, feeling the, feeling the support of the earth beneath your feet, feeling the support of the chair, your sitting bones on the chair, just dropping into the space, forgetting about what happened this morning, forgetting about what we're due to do this afternoon, just fully being present in the now moment. I'm just noticing if you're holding tension anywhere, maybe in your jaw, 
draw a bit of a wiggle. Noticing if there's any tension in your arms, in your shoulders, in your neck, and just uh, wriggling those and just dropping any tension that you might be holding in your shoulders. Scanning down through your body, loosening your stomach, loosening your belly, and just really landing here in the space. Because the now moment is where the magic is, where our connection is, and uh, just tuning in to this now moment. And open your eyes, coming back into the room. Okay. So we're going to talk about um, abundance, prosperity, and flow. And just to start this conversation off, because I just wanted to clear something up, because it's a very, in um, it's very interesting for me, because obviously my whole background is being an entrepreneur and building up a multi-billion pound business, my first business, Red Letter Days, and then being on Dragon's Den for the first two series, and that was actually nearly 20 years ago. And um, still, and obviously we're now 20 years on, and still many people have this idea that I'm this multi-millionaire, you know, celebrity entrepreneur. Welcome. Hello. Hello. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but I've been on this whole roller coaster ride, and I've done a lot of work, a lot of uh, energy work, a lot of metaphysical work, and I've done a lot of business mentoring work. And I've also been to the shadow side of money, because obviously my first business red letter days, I lost that into administration, even though we had 3.3 million cash at banks at the time, we were forced into administration. So I learned a lot about the shadow side of business. Hi, welcome. Sorry. No, it's okay. Come and take a, take a seat. So I learned through that experience of going into administration, there's a very dark shadow side to business. Um, and learned a lot about dealing with banks. <laughs> yes, we've all been there. And a lot about the corruption. And, um, and then on my personal journey, I was also then forced through bankruptcy in 2012 which was, again, a very interesting experience. And I was like, no, there's no, no part of me that wants to go there because of the massive shame attached to bankruptcy. But it was a very cathartic experience. And I realize now, looking back, that I had to, to become a very, a truly effective coach and mentor, it was very important for me to experience the highs and the fame and multi-million you know, being that multi-millionaire lifestyle, where literally I remember walking into a car showroom and there was this amazing Audi TT, like in glacier blue with a navy blue, like soft top, navy leather seats, and I'm just like, wow, that's an amazing car. And I just bought it on the spot. And he says, well, don't you want to test drive it? I said, no, I'm just, I just want it. And I just literally bought it on the spot. I mean, just like, just like insane, but it was a beautiful car. Uh, which I had to lovingly release when I went through my financial uh, challenges. Hi, welcome. That's fine. Can I take a seat? Hello. Uh, I'm just like, I have a note. I keep 
saying hell, oh, hell, oh, and I think kind of repattern that, heaven, oh, heaven, oh, heaven, oh, not hello. Anyway, so having experienced that multi-millionaire lifestyle and then to actually be forced through the whole bankruptcy process and, and that, um, that experience of, of sometimes getting in my car and only having enough money and petrol to get to where I needed to be, but not enough to get home again. And I, I get, looking back, that it was, a, it was a supreme training program in faith to be able to go somewhere and trust that by the time it was time to come home, that the money would have manifested. So um, I, I learned a huge amount through the highs and the lows. Because a lot of business coaches and wealth coaches are just talking about the money, 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 money. So it's, it's good to experience the shadow side. Because most people are in the shadow side, right? And I have to say right at the outset that it's very interesting as I'm navigating the current what's going on is that I see how money is part of the false matrix, is part of the lockdown to keep people in uh, a place of fear and struggle and it's much easier to control people if they don't have resources and in that fear place of oh my god. And so a lot of people have been tricked into uh, debt slavery. And if, you, if I think back to the 1990s, how much credit was available? Um, I mean, for me, as a dragon, uh, and I banked with Coots, I mean, literally, if I wanted money for a big purchase, I just phone up my Coots banker, could I have a quarter of a million pounds, please? Oh, yes, put it straight in your account. It was that kind of back in the 1990s, early 2000s, before the 2008, crash happened. So um, the fiat currency system, when the value was severed from the gold standard, which happened in the early kind of 20th century, um, now realizing that money is illusory, and you know, the banks literally are just putting, if, you're, if you get authorization to run a bank, you can lend, you only need 5% of what you lend to be in, in cash, in reserves. So, so literally 95% of what banks you know, are lending is just money on the screen. And that's why they're so terrifying bank runs, because they literally don't have, don't have the resources, and hence why we're seeing, I mean, literally a couple of weeks ago, um, Silicon Valley Bank uh, crashed, I'm sure you're aware of it. Anyway, I don't want to go too much down the rabbit hole, <laughs> looking at my inner coach there. It was in uh, Grant, isn't it? She, Grant was in my talk yesterday, nodding, and then we talking about these issues, but I'll try and keep on the point. So, it would be really good just to tune in to, I mean, I'm assuming you're all here because you have got some money challenges of some sort, because usually when I do a talk and I ask, and I say, who here is in absolute flow of money and got absolute abundance and all the overflowing cash in the world, and sort of maybe one or two hands out of a hundred people go up. So I'm assuming you're all here because we've got some challenges. Is anyone here overflowing with money? Okay. So can I just ask then if anyone's brave enough to share <coughs> like one like thing you're really struggling with right now? Anyone want to share just like a a money challenge or maybe there's something you want to buy or you you can't afford to do or I something? Have everything flowing except money. 
You've got everything flowing except money. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay, lady behind. I think from a self-employed person, cash flow is always a, a big concern. Yeah. Okay. Cash flow. So I'm almost a bit like you. I had lots of money. House in France, house in the UK, yeah. everything going. And just now I've been through a divorce, which means I've been tasked to lose, well, downsized by half, absolutely everything financially. So the houses have been sold, the cars gone. Mm. So I really resonate yeah. with what you'll say. And that you have, it does create within you an immense faith and trust, actually. Mm. Yeah. within that space, that there will be enough, and not only that, but then you can create yes. the abundance yeah. again. Yeah, 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 that's really good. So I'm just tuning in to, to what you're saying, and I'm curious to know whether you've done any work around grief, um, the grief of losing your lifestyle, losing money, losing your marriage. Yeah, very, very much so. Because yeah. I realise grief is not just through through death yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And um, I think the more you can do in that, the quicker you can recover from. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really important point because this is what we're seeing. Because um, uh, a lot of the money is being sucked out of the system. It has been for the last, particularly over the past three years, and and the wealth distribution from the poorest ninety percent to the richest 1% has been massive. Um, and um, so lots of people are really, at that lower end are really, really struggling. And so now what we're seeing is like, for example, energy bills. I mean, just think of my house, like a year ago, like last December, the energy bill was maybe 300 pounds or something, 340 pounds. This year it was like 750 pounds. I'm like, oh my God, that's almost a thousand pounds a month. It's just some energy. And so, and then prices of food and you know, all of these essentials of life, this base chakra, this base needs are really being squeezed. And my sense is it's being done deliberately and it's, created, and it's creating a huge amount of desperation and scarcity. Um, and I think that there, there is malevolent intent behind it. Um, and so the money's just being sucked out of the system, squeezed out of the system. Um, and it's kind of um, being, I feel that we're being prepared to condition to a point where we will say yes to universal basic income, which is, sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Let's, I know, let's cure everyone's problems. Let's give everyone a universal basic income. So we will give you, I know, everyone gets £2,000 a month. So, everyone gets £2,000 a month. How wonderful. They don't have to work. We'll just get £2,000 a month. Oh, but there's just a couple of strings attached. You have to have this digital ID. You have to be up to date with your injections. You have to, you know, comply with our thing. Can't post on social media. Agree to our social credit scoring. So there's going to be there's going to be conditions attached. So uh, a lot of people right now are really wanting to take their power back. And it's very interesting as well that a lot of people are wanting to, they sense at a very deep level that this 
money system is illusory because it's just pieces of paper and it's all about trust. The pieces, notes, pieces of paper, cash, you know, these figures on the screen, they're all based on trust because the minute that the trust is gone, then that system collapses because it's not backed by anything. And a lot of people are very instinctively wanting to pull out of that system and saying, how can I buy real assets and wealth? And a lot of people are putting their money into gold, into silver, into land, growing vegetables, you know. So there's a, there's a deep desire to return to true prosperity. Um, so I, I was revisiting this book. I wrote this book. This, is, this book is Prosperity. And I wrote it in 2016. And uh, I am wearing blue in honor of this book because the opening chapter is True Prosperity um, is all about water. Um, because without water, there is no life. So, who, so if you own water and you have access to water, that is access to wealth. Because if you have water and you have some land, you can grow. And if you can grow food, then you, you have your base needs are covered. So if you think about uh, money and the connection with water, it's very huge. Currency, liquid, liquid assets. Uh, you put your money in the banks, banks of the river that allow the money to flow. So um, water is, uh, there's a lot of analogies with water and uh, prosperity and flow. Um, and just tuning into water being true prosperity. Now, the thing about water is that, in essence, water is absolutely pure at its source, yeah? But it gets, it's very easy for water to be polluted. Uh, does everyone know about Mazuru Emoto and the experiments on water about how water is consciousness and it, it adapts to thoughts and it holds a memory. So water can be beautiful crystalline shapes of pure purity and harmony or it can be uh, like if you play uh, rock music or you like swear at water, it, it distorts the, the crystals. And so water, its, it's pure essence is um, pure. And it's the same with money. The, the essence of money and its root sense is a beautiful exchange of value. So, you know, I honour you and I love you and I, I respect what you give, so I honour you with money and then you honour me back and flow that money back to me. So we have a sacred exchange. And money is the thing that allows that to flow because if it was just barter, then, you know, if your thing is, uh, I don't know, acupuncture, and I need to buy some carrots, then it's difficult. If I my need is carrots and you offer acupuncture, so we can put some money in between the process to allow the flow between us. So you give me the money, and then I go to the person who grows the carrots, and I can flow that money on. So it's a very interesting thing, uh, money, because if I uh, had a 50 pound note, for example, and uh, I bought something from you, and then you bought something from you, and you bought something from you, and you bought something from you for 50 pounds. This, this same note that I buy from you, and then you buy from you, and you buy from you, and you buy from you, and you buy from you, go all the way around the room. You each buy this from this 50 pound note. So this 50 pound note, there's only one 50 pound note, right? So think of how much value has been created by this one 50 pound note. 
flowing from A to B to C. So currency is just about flow. And you, you, when you get to the end, you might say, okay, I'll, I'll use the 50 pound and I'll have some mentoring from you. And I said, thank you very much, and I got my 50 pound back. But there's only one 50 pound involved. So how we flow money is really key because there's that tendency to like, this is my last 50 pounds and I'm not gonna spend it, you know. But the essence of flow is a bit like breathing and those who were in my talk yesterday. It's like, if you can think of money like breathing, so you breathe in, so your bank is full, my hands are full, my bank is full, my bank account is full, and I'm gonna breathe out all of my money, nothing left in my bank, because I trust. There'll be more money to breathe in, and now my bank is full again. So this is the, to me, this is mastery around money, is can you be in the same energy as when your bank is full, as when your bank is empty? So like, as you were saying, could you lose it all and say, that's fine, because I know how to flow money, and I see it as a game. So, haha, this is my challenge now. I've got no money, I've got to go to an event, I've only got enough resources to get me there. This is a little game, this is a little challenge the universe has set for me. Hmm, do I have faith? Do I have faith in flow to be able to, um, to get in my car and drive in total faith in the universe that by the time it comes for me to come home, I'll have manifested the money, okay? So I'll tell you a story about this, which, um, because, you know, as I said, I've been highs and lows, and, and this is another thing, is that when you are entrepreneurial and you move out of the salary system, so who here is in a job where they get a monthly salary? So at the end of each month, you get a nice big wad of money in your account, okay? So when you move out of that, essentially that's a business with one customer when you work with someone, isn't it? You've got a business, but you've just got one customer, and that customer pays you at the end of every month. You lose that customer, you're fucked, right? Sorry, excuse my language. Um, whereas, sorry? Just a technical term. Just a technical term, yeah. So when you open to a sort of enterprising, entrepreneurial kind of world, you've got all sorts of different possibilities of money to flow to you. So maybe people might buy you know, a, a, one of your sessions, or people might buy one of your books, or people might book you for a speaking event, or someone might uh, engage you for a consultancy, or to come and train their corporate team, or whatever it is. So suddenly you've got all these different possibilities of money that can flow to you. So it's a bit like having a house with loads of different letterboxes as opposed to just one letterbox where money only comes through once a month. Suddenly money can land from all sorts of different places. But the thing is, when you're in that world, there'll be times when you're in flow, where loads of money's coming in, and it's kind of harvest time, and there'll be other times when, for whatever reason, uh, not much is coming in from anywhere, and it's tempting to panic in those situations. So I'll describe a situation where I am, um, I was headed down to the south coast and I had to go for, I booked, uh, I was on a program, a shamanic program, 
and it was a five-hour drive, and I was in one of those situations where I had enough resources to get there, but not enough to get back. And I had enough petrol to get me half of the way home, but not the whole way home. And it wasn't like an event like here, where I could sell anything and you know bring some money in through some cash. So it got to the morning, and nothing had shown up, and I was in a really dark place. And I confided in my friend who was a teacher of this program of like, oh, I just can't live like this anymore. I was in that kind of nervous breakdown, breakdown place of despair. I can't live like this anymore. <laughs> Oh, poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me. And she actually gave me, she gave me um, the 50 pounds that I needed to fill my tank. She said, here you are. And I'm like, I really, and I felt so, so much shame. And there's so much shame around money, you need to admit, because, you know, our whole world is, is like, yes, everything's fine. I'm, oh, yes, I'm, everything's fine. How are you? Yes, I'm fine. Yes, it's good in my world. Very rare for people to admit so I, I know when I do mentoring and consultancy work that so many people are struggling, so many people have been through an IBA or they've been through bankruptcy, and yet no one talks about it because there's so much shame attached to it. You know? So it was a big thing for me to admit this anyway. So she gave me some money. So I get in my car, and I, I feel really bad about you know, saying, so anyway, I think, that's great, thank you very much. Get in my car, drive home. Literally, as I'm pulling into the service station, Half the way through my journey, because my car is almost on empty, this is the moment of truth. I literally, at, as I pull in at the pump and I put the handbrake on, a text comes through to my phone. And it is from a client of mine, who, from some time ago, and it's a text saying, Rachel, I'm so sorry that I haven't paid you that money I owe you for that mentor session that I had because I, I didn't have enough money. Uh, I'm so sorry that I have kept you waiting for this money, but I have it now, and I've just sent it to your PayPal. And literally, it was fifty pounds. It was the balance that she owed me, fifty pounds. So, and it literally landed right at the moment that I was due to fill up the tank. So I just got from that. It was the universe. It was such a clear, the the, the synchronicity of it was such a clear teaching of. You lost your faith. You lost your faith in me, and that you had to sort of beg. Um, not, I'm not saying it's bad to ask for help, but it's having trust and faith because that money that came to me was through honouring someone else's inability to pay at the time and saying, "Okay, just pay me whatever you can, and I'll trust that at some point in the future you can uh, send me balance." And it was at that moment. So it wasn't money coming from begging, it was money that I had um, honoured for value that I'd given. So this sense of flow, uh, uh, it's called Aini in shamanism, Peruvian uh, Quechuan culture, Aini, which is sacred reciprocity, which is whatever I flow out will flow back to me. Um, now, I'm going all over the place with this talk, but it feels like I'm just kind of going where I need to. It's 12-12, actually, interestingly. That's my birthday, 12-12. Must be on the right track. Um, yeah. Mm. So, 
where to go with this. Has anyone got any questions? Any anything you want to anything that's coming up for you as I'm speaking that you want to just speak into the room? The shame, the, shame, the, the shame words, I was kind of connecting with that even before you said it, so that's really yeah. interesting. How do you get from, you know, with that? Okay, okay. So, should we do a little exercise on this? Yeah? Okay, so and this everyone can do this exercise. Um, and this exercise is based on trauma healing. Um, I did a four-year training, a professional training in trauma healing, and it's a very fascinating subject because we all have a huge amount of trauma in our life, and particularly a, a huge amount of trauma around money. So, uh, so everyone can do this exercise. So, what I'd like you to do, including you, um, is to just close your eyes and just tune in to. A, uh, a moment or a feeling of shame, a situation in your life where you felt a lot of shame around money. It could be just something as simple as paying in the supermarket and your credit cards declined. <laughs> oh God, feeling. Um, it could be as big as going to the court to declare your bankruptcy and that feeling of having to actually go before the judge and declare yourself bankrupt. So it could be the tiniest thing, it could be the biggest thing, but just tune in, just whatever comes up for you, and just a time of shame around money that has come up for you where you, you had to admit you couldn't afford it or you couldn't pay your bill or whatever, whatever, whatever. So tuning into that memory, just drop into your body and notice where you are feeling that shame in your body. It might be a clenching in your stomach, it might be a pain in your heart, it might be clenching of your hands. Because we hold this shame actually in our energetic field. So it's really good to notice where you're holding shame in the same way you might be holding anger, you might be holding fear. So noticing, is, this is called somatic experiencing. So noticing where you hold it in your body. And now you can feel that in your body. That is usually clenching. It's usually a contraction. And just to, now I'm going to just pendulate and we're just going to notice, move to somewhere in your body that does feel pretty okay and expansive and relaxed like right now it might be your feet on the ground, it might be, it might be your thighs, somewhere else in your body that actually feels pretty solid, pretty okay, pretty expansive, pretty relaxed. And just notice the difference in, the, in your energy field between that clenching, restriction, and that expansion. Sense everyone tuned into that? So let me ask you, where where do you where did you feel that shame anywhere? I could feel the sensation on my two hands, but also around the eyes. Okay. Is this a, is this a, an ongoing <coughs> shame thing, or is this a, a, a thing? Um, probably historic as well, but I, I've been feeling it more 
So it's just a, a really good thing to notice whenever money triggers something, can trigger fear, can trigger anger. Especially sometimes you look in your bank account, like, where did my money go? Oh, Jew took all this money, or someone you have a direct debit to. You know, in that feeling where you thought you had money and suddenly something has been kind of like stolen. Or even it can be having had money stolen. There's a quite interesting friend of mine. Um, she actually was defrauded of £100,000 her entire life savings. Wow. And wiped her out completely financially. It's like, wow. I mean, that is huge, isn't it? <laughs> you know. We are with Paulina from Full Power Cacao. Yes, we're Thank safe. you for talking to us today. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, and I'd like to say, tell us what you're doing today. But it's quite clear about what you're doing today, isn't it? But tell us about what you're doing today. Tell us about your store. Yeah, so this is their Full Power Cacao store. And what we have on offer is the Full Power Cacao. If you can see it in there, beautiful, delicious cacao, which people know as chocolate, but cacao is the purest form of chocolate. And it's a superfood, super powerful, heart opener. We use it in ceremonies, and I use it every day. I use it as a drink every day to full power me up, open my heart, align me, yeah. give me all the nutrients. It's a natural uplifter. So you you have you take yourself through a, a small a ritual every day. Then. Every day, yeah. yes. What would that for you? What would that ritual entail? So it will start in the morning with my pan. I get the cacao, which is. This is how we sell it in the cacao paste. You can hold it right up to the camera if you like, so we can. <laughs> so we use this cacao paste, so I'd put a tablespoon in a pan. Unless I'm doing a big ceremony, then it would be 50 grams of this to really open the heart. Yes. <laughs> so I'd put it into the pan, mix it with plant milk. So I use oat milk, use coconut milk, make it into a beautiful paste so it's silky, smoothy. Mm. Add the rest of my oat milk in and then I would add blue organic agave but you can use maple syrup or the sweetener of your choice or no sweetener. And you have that here today don't you? Yes, so that's in the yeah. corner there. Um, pinch of salt but again if you don't want that you don't have to add that and we've got loads of recipes online so lemon drizzle, grating the lemon in or doTERRA, wild orange, that's delicious as well. So, um, has, this, has this got salt in today? Just a little touch, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I would use it to meditate then. So then I would meditate, do my mantra, because this has set me up, to, up for the day. It's a yeah. heart-opening medicine, so I'm connecting in with that plant medicine to give me that energy, get me high-vibing throughout the day, bringing in that connection. Yeah. And, yeah, then do a bit of yoga with it. It's great for yoga. It's just a, a great all-rounder. That's brilliant. Yeah. So do you then have, do you run um, cacao ceremonies yes. around in your room? So, Paulina, you're, you're based in Manchester, aren't you? Yes, so, yeah, we're based in South Manchester, but we're all over. So this is Liam. So Liam Brown, so he's the founder of Full Power Cacao. Right. So he went to Guatemala in 2012 
and he thought he was going for ayahuasca. However, he found the chocolate charming. So this is Keith. Keith the chocolate charming. And he brought cacao back. He brought ceremony back to the people. They say when um, nature is out of balance and out of harmony, cacao comes out of the forest, the plant medicine comes back out to the people to bring us back into balance. So we're getting that support from nature. And Liam has then took his teachings from Keith and has brought it to England and he's just toured all over the UK. He's uh, working today at another place today. So we're really spreading that message, spreading that plant medicine, spreading that love. And the cacao ceremonies we do are like five hours long. And you think that, yeah, you think that's long, but it goes really quickly. Um, Because you're going into that altered state of that heart opening. We're using the mantra, we're using the drumming, we're using the harmonium, we're using the sound to really align us. We're using meditation to go really deep, clear all that no longer serves. And we're using the sound healing, the crystal bowls to really shift. And then towards the end, we'll move into dance. We'll move into movement to get that energy going. And that medicine's with you the whole time. Because like coffee, you know, gives you that stimulant and then you're gone. Whereas this is vibing, you're all through them hours. And doing that heart work, Mm. it's um, just beautiful. And we do our cacao teacher trainings as well. So we train people how to hold the ceremonies. How to access their inner power connecting with the plant medicine and to just share this beautiful magic mm. and share this love that's wanting to be shared with everybody. Are you, are you doing any ceremonies? Today, yeah, so right. 2.45 okay. this afternoon, yeah. Where about, I, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm actually thinking about my area, to be honest. Where else um, are you doing so any ceremonies? So, the 23rd of April, I think the next one is, so that'll be in Manchester. Right, okay. So, that's in South Manchester, no, okay. North Manchester. Right. Okay. Uh, but so, it's all on the line, uh, full power, full power yes, cacao. Yeah. Full power cacao. If you, so if tell you us about you, Paulina. Tell us about your spiritual journey. Okay, so I work with my higher self, Amora, so I do Amora Energy Healing. Yeah. And that came through from just dealing with my own traumas as a child and growing up. I'd left. My, almost my soul had left my energy and I was just living and trudging through and then somebody said to me if you don't love yourself you've got nothing and it was like oh say that again if you don't love yourself you have got nothing and it was like oh I need some of this love then yeah. so it's through that self love and as I started tapping into it and healing myself all my gifts came through the skills, the talents yeah it all came through my remembrance of all my past lives, my healing abilities. It all came through, and then cacao came through to me, and I started just naturally doing ceremonies, naturally doing the sound healing coming through, and then I started doing training in it, which brought it more. And then I met Liam on a path that was going to book his cacao ceremony. Yeah. And this was in a, a, a woodland out in the middle of nowhere and we ended up on the same path while I've got his face on my camera going to book his cacao ceremony while I'm doing a cacao ceremony so it's like the universe just put you together yes to bring to bring that magic yeah, yeah. So, that's fabulous okay. internet links where can people find you where can people yeah. find 
Full, so, power, full Power Cacao. Yeah, so it's www.fullpowercacao.com and Facebook Full Power Cacao and again Instagram Full Power Cacao. And That's perfect, thank yeah, you. And it also has a sister company, Stone Cold Sober Retreats yeah. and Stone Cold Sober Festival okay. as okay. well. Where are they, babe? Where, where, um, so that's the Stone Cold Sober Festival. That's going to be in uh, Harlow in Essex. Right, okay. Again, cold water therapy, the cacao ceremonies, breath work, and nobody's, cause nobody's drinking or taking any substances. Yeah. Everybody's just high on life. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's bliss. That's great. Beautiful. Last question. Yes. Can you tell me one thing that you are grateful for at the moment? I'm grateful of the connection to Source that runs through me, to me, and to everybody else, and that connection of Source I see through everybody else as well. Thank you. Thank you, Paulina. Good afternoon. I'm with Dionne here with Elevate Your Mind events. Hi, everyone. And from both sides now. So, yes, we're having a chat again. We saw you, didn't we, in Manchester? Yeah. Not so long ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. yeah. Was that uh, last year? It was, wasn't it? Oh, goodness. Yeah, it was. It would have been now. Yeah, last year. Quite Definitely. a while ago. So here we are. Like, At your event. My first event in Nantwich. Yeah. Yes. My first Elevate Your Mind, Mind, Body and Spirit event. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's going um, well, isn't and it? It's going, it is going really well, actually. I'm, Very I'm well really organised. Everything's yeah. really great. So, yeah. Lo- great location and venue. Fabulous space. Just beautiful, this space is. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's so calming here. And we get a lot of light into the building, which is really nice. We do, yeah. And we've got a beautiful bunch of people speaking, and all the soul holders are amazing. There's so much lovely energy in this room, actually. Yeah. I think you'll agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, as soon as you walk in, it's really, really yeah, nice. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people have said that, actually, which has been so lovely. So your first one, then? Wow. Yeah, first one. Big deal. I have been, I can't lie, I've been very stressed out at okay. times. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've, I've come to realise that even at the last minute there can be changes. Yeah. So it's all about staying calm, staying relaxed as much as you can and going with the flow. Go with the flow. <laughs> so things have to change, things have to change. And, you know, you just try and keep people happy. You just do your best. Yeah, you just adapt, don't you, That's I suppose. All you can do. And go with the flow, literally, in, in this sort of line of yeah, absolutely. <laughs> service. I don't like to call it work, it's service, isn't it? It's uh, service. Life of service. Yeah, so so all the events are about helping people to discover more about themselves, to um, find alternative ways of living, to get information about health, different ways they can look after themselves, to receive healing here, to get inspired, be encouraged, and generally um, just find a place, a community, a space where they can get what they need at this time. The all times under, that we're living in. Roof as well, isn't it? Yeah. Here. All under one roof. Um, we have, you know, speakers that you wouldn't kind of normally see at uh, Mind Body Spirits event, uh, Mind Body Spirit events. Um, and you're getting to meet them one to one and speak to them and yeah. um, have readings with them as well. So it's quite a different experience, I would say, for people yeah. in some ways. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really some people have said it's more like a conference because I've got so many speakers on and yeah. so many different subjects. Um, Very diverse. Yeah, diverse. But the whole point of these events as well is to uplift people at this time that we're living in to yeah. really people offer something that's, yeah, that's 
healing, natural as well, isn't it? Most of it's naturalistic and vegan and absolutely, and, yeah. You know, fair trade and yeah, organic. Got, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. well fed. <laughs> so I was just thinking yeah. about the stores I've been to so far, with people what they're they're selling or making. Yeah, nothing to. That's people. the other thing that's really important. Is it's the place where people who have gifts, talents, and abilities that they can share. In, in all together in under one roof um, with the public and it's so important because some people can't get access to these things and they can when they come here yeah, or they so, might not know where to or they find may not, them yeah, as well absolutely mm. they may not know where to go so they come here and they, they find things that which is the power of social media as well isn't it yeah. now, finding things online yeah so absolutely. have you got some more events coming up as well after this one if you survive it <laughs> I am going to survive I am you surviving yeah I've got an event in All Sager on the 3rd of June this year and we've got some again some amazing speakers some amazing um, therapists and ex- exhibitors um, so I'm really looking forward to that and um, we've got another one in October here in Lampwich again, which is going to be amazing. So, yeah, really You're excited. excited for the I'm whole excited. of this year, really. I'm nervous. There's just so much going on. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. healthy to be nervous. A little bit of nervous, yeah, you know, a bit of apprehension so. there. Yeah. So, uh, where can people find you if they don't know already? I mean, we know, but do you want to let people know where to find you? So, on Facebook, my page is Elevate Your Minds. You can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at elevateyourmind.life. And you can email me at dianneelevateyourmind.life Fantastic. I look forward to hearing from you all and yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Well done. Nice and calm, nice and quiet. Start breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. Okay, closing your eyes. Now trusting your partner. Okay, nice and relaxed. So in through the nose, out through the mouth. Now start putting the energy into the lips, trumpeting the lips forward. Now, you all saw how important it is when they, you couldn't see their lips move, you didn't know when they were breathing. So remember to help your partner by really pushing those lips forward and showing that they're breathing. You've just experienced it, so you know the importance, okay? Right, so start breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, lots of energy, pushing the lips forward, okay? Uh, you'll need to uncross your legs, love. So it's just otherwise you pull tension in your knees. Okay, so starting the breathing, keeping the breathing going, mass energy in the lips. Okay, partner who's standing up, gently take the head in your hands and cook the head very gently because you're off the table. If you're in the chair, then just put your hands that way so you're comfortable. As she does it, you're just going to tip the head. Yeah. Just obviously watching your ability when hands Make sure her mouth is slightly open as she does it so she doesn't kick your neck. Right, so as they breathe, slowly tip the head to one side and back to the centre as they exhale. As they inhale, hold it gently in the centre as they did with you. Person on the table, keep the breathing going. Lots and lots of energy in those lips. Really push the breath through. Deep in through the nose, out through the mouth. Part two, really support the head. Okay, it's really important to support the head. Side. The head is really heavy. Yeah, 
So tipping three times on my, three times the other. Okay. Person on the table, keeping the breathing going. Nice energy. Once you're done, then back to the middle. You, it's amazing how heavy heads are as you hold them. <laughs> okay. So the person on the table, just keep that breathing going. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Energy in the lips, pushing the lips forward. Your partner needs to be able to watch your lips to see you breathing, so they know when to move your head. Because you don't want to move the head when they're inhaling because you can cause neck cricks. Okay? Then once you've done that three times each way, then you'll move around to the side, to the shop, in line with one of their shoulders. Gently lower the heads down first, do not let heads bang onto the table, support your partner. Your partner is trusting you, remember how they supported you, now you need to support them. Okay? So in line with the shoulder blade, person standing, cross your hands, like you're doing the recovery position, just gently place it onto the shoulder blade, into the crook of the shoulder blade. Do you want to come out to this side? Okay, so when you're going to do that, you're going to push backward. Okay, so I'm down, you're pushing back as she breathes. As they exhale, you gently press the shoulder blade down towards the table. As they inhale, you release back to neutral, not too hard, girls, because you'll hurt the back. So nice and gentle pressure, just by in. Think how you felt when you were laid down. You're trusting this person now. You need to be the practitioner. You're helping them, okay? Do that three times, and then you'll move around to the other side. Very quietly, watch them breathe a couple of times. And then, then repeat the motion. Person on the table, keep breathing going. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Lots of energy in those lips. It's really important that you control your breath and that you exhale properly, nice and relaxed. People doing therapy will able to tell you just how important that breathing is and the difference it makes. Okay. Once you've done three, then return to the original side. Okay. Come to the line with the chest wall. And place your hands in the cross position onto the centre of their chest, just into the breast bone. Right. That's it. As they exhale, gently press down, not too hard or not too hard. So as they inhale, you're letting the chest cavity re-expand and it'll move upwards and outwards and you're just gently pushing it. shoulder blade. That's it. So one hand under the shoulder, one hand under the wrist, and the thumb around the top. Holding the shoulder blade so that you can see. Okay. 
Okay, so you're just going to lift the shoulder blade off the table with the right hand, very light, not too high, and then as they exhale, you're just going to pull the arm down away from them. Okay, nice and gentle, not too far, you're not trying to pull it out. Just, that's it. And then when they're breathing, you relax the arm again. Repeat that three times. <laughs> and then once you three times, do the other side. Okay, nice and quiet. Keep the breathing going, keep the energy in the lips going as your partner needs to see it. Following the rhythm of the body, listening to your partner's body, observing what's happening with them, supporting them while you go. three times as they exhale. Thank you. 
That breathing going, lots of energy in your lips, please. Okay, and the person on the table, I want you to open your eyes just very slowly, gently in your own time, but keep your breathing going. Don't leave, you might just start to see a bit fuzzy white lines, things that seem quite bright. Don't worry about that, it's perfectly natural. Okay. And I want you to roll on gently onto your side. Partners support them, make sure they're not going to fall from the table, make sure they know exactly where they are. On the side is the recovery position. Nice and gently supporting them. That's it. So keep the breathing going, nice and relaxed. Get your head nice and relaxed. Make sure your partner's okay on the table, make sure they're right. Keep that breathing going when you're laid down. Now keeping your eyes just relaxed but open so you can see just a bit, I want you to just move your knees off the side of the table and come to seated position. Nice and gentle. <laughs> 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 
Person, person who's doing the breathing, keep the breathing going, keep your head forward. So let them flop forward, just relax. Hold on, just put your hand onto the shoulders if you need to, just let them know you're there so they can relax and they can just. You might just need to put your hands onto the stomach just to support them so that they feel that they're safe. They're not going to wobble forward or topple forward. Okay. going, keep the energy flowing. Um, in through the nose, out through the mouth, energy in the lips. Person two, hand on, fingers at the bottom of the spine. Just down on the tailbone. And you're just going to work your fingers in a little circular motion and you're going to count up each vertebrae. Okay? And as they do, that person's going to unfold. So with the hand on the tummy, stay and just relax that energy. So you're basically counting up, and as they come up, you're just pushing them slightly with your hand, underhand, and then you just come towards my fingers. So just work the way up. You keep the person keep breathing, and just count up in standing. Keep the head, the neck, and head are the last things to come up. You get to the neck, and then just support the head if you need to. Into standing. Okay, so going to neutral standing point. Excellent. <laughs> All looking good. Okay, just just put, okay, just keep like see your breathing going. Very well. Excellent. Right. 
person two, uh, person one breathing, just close your eyes gently, keep the breathing going. Just put your head forward slightly, just slightly open your mouth, make sure you've got the energy into your lips. Person two, just put your hands onto their shoulders. As they exhale, you just, just gently going to spread the shoulders outwards, just pulling them apart as they exhale, feeling the body, breathing the body. This is why it's important you can that they show you the lips as you go. You can see them breathing. As the rib cage expands, you know the breathing now. Just gently pull the shoulder out as they breathe out and then slowly come back to center. I want you to look straight ahead and I want you to look at the wall and then I want you to look through the wall. I want you to open the aperture of your eyes, really stretch your eyes as wide as they will go and really look as far ahead as you can see. Really stare forward. Lots of energy in the breathing, in the lips and the mouth. Keep it going. Okay, keeping breathing going. As you exhale, slowly turn your head to one side and then back to the middle. And then as you exhale the next time, go the other way, looking out into the lateral plane, just familiarizing yourself with the surroundings. Julie, you've just been in, so we've just recorded Peter yeah, well, in the energy attunement we have, session there. I wasn't expecting to be part of it. No, well done. Did you enjoy that? I got roped into it with a lady named Julie, believe it or not. Oh, that's two yeah, Julies. Two oh, Julies. Yeah, I did enjoy gonna, it. Yeah, good. Yeah. Before, we're going we're gonna to talk to Peter shortly. Okay. Um, but I just, we just wanted to grab your uh, opinion of that, your experience of that. Well, it's very different. I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, the breathing was always good because that gives you more oxygen. Mm. You know, with obviously doing yoga myself, you know, the importance of breathing mm. from the diaphragm is really, really good. And he was getting people to do that. Yeah. So you feel instantly more energised yeah. as well. But then it was almost like you'd had like a yoga workout as well. It was sort of pulling and stretching. Yes. And you feel lighter at the end of it. Yeah, so. with the... Because with the, it was, you were supporting the leg and the, and the yeah. knee. And the and, head. And with the breath at the same time. Yeah, breathing Did in and out. Did you find that breath work was... So really, like you said, like pushing the lips out on the out breath. Yeah. Did that help? That enhanced it, I think, really, because if you're just breathing in and out, then it's uh, it's tricky to get that concentration there. But it was right. It, it really helped the other person to work with your mm. body at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So fascinating, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, good. So I am with Medea Sosan. Good afternoon, Medea. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank good. You. Thank looking, you. Forward to, <laughs> looking forward to your talk at what time? Quarter to quarter? Uh, yeah, 3.45. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell us about what, you talk, what are you talking about today? So I'm going to be talking about my journey and um, emotions, looking into the importance of inner healing. That's what my talk is about. Okay. So looking into diving into how to purge those emotions out and, yeah, to basically... All emotions are good emotions. Yes. And you're, I'm going to talk about trauma as well, so how our trauma impacts our lives mm -hmm. and how to 
move past that, you know, yeah. thrive in yeah. your trauma, basically. Can you tell us a little bit about your own journey? Yeah, well, it's a long story. I don't know where you want me to start. <laughs> I mean, I can start. Let's talk about, uh, have you gone through a spiritual awakening? Or? Yes, I have, yeah. Oh, let's um, talk about that yeah, then. Yeah, so... If we've got time. Yeah, so, well, you're going to know about this in the in the talk. But, yeah, no, um, I think six years ago, I went through a bit of a, a spiritual awakening. Um, but before then, like, I had quite a lot of uh, traumatic life experiences. So, you know, from moving from Pakistan to UK... Um, you know, it's like my dad was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 13 and I was physically abused by a teacher in Pakistan and, okay. um, and then I became a carer at the age of 14 really and I've been looking after my mom for, uh, my mom fell ill after my dad passed away so I've been looking after her yes, uh, yeah. for more than 10, 15 years, she's still alive, it's 20 years now so um, yeah, so since then I went through a bit of a, a spiritual awakening which I'm going to talk about in my talk and and then that just completely changed the course of my life because I was suffering from anxiety and depression to a point I couldn't even leave the house. So I would have a panic attack even if I would go to my garden. So that was like 10 years of me cooped up inside my house. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my spiritual awakening kind of just shifted overnight. I started doing things, became, became a motivational speaker, winning Best Female Inspirational Person of the Year award wow, twice in wow, a row. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Round of applause, Glenn, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Definitely, yeah. Thank you. Um, going through that trauma for many people that face trauma themselves... Mm-hmm. Would you change any of knowing that that was a, an awakening for you? Mm-hmm. Would you would you wish to not go through that, or do you think actually that was a very valuable part of or life lesson for me? No, I, I think that what I've been through is what I needed to go through in order to help other people. Mm. So for a long period of time, I thought my trauma was a bad thing. You know, I was uh, in a victim mentality. But after my spiritual awakening, I. When I started clearing all of that trauma inside of me, I felt grateful for it. Yeah. Because, you know, when you heal, you actually are grateful for that experience. Yes. You yeah. know, you're not in the victim mindset anymore. And mm. that trauma doesn't um, hinder, your, hinder you anymore. Yes, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I, if I had to go through this again, I would go through it. Because that would just help yeah. me become the person. I always say know. that things don't happen to us. Yeah. Things happen through us. Through us and for us. Yes. Yes. So we create everything that happens to us anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and I've lost where I was going with that. <laughs> where can people find you on, on, on Facebook? Uh, or? Yeah, so I have Facebook, Madhya Sosen. I also have a website, madhiasosen.com. Uh, Instagram, madhiasosen1, so you can get in touch with me. I also, I also have a podcast, actually. Really? Uh, yeah. Tell us, it's, tell us uh, about that. It's Soul Awakenings with Madhya Sosan. So I interview like, people who have gone through their spiritual awakening and hard times and they've turned their life around. I interviewed Mr. Bob Dole from The Secret and there's so many people that I've, um, you know, on a journey, meditation and some people in numerology, all different kind of people's walks That is life. amazing. We'd love to have you on our podcast absolutely. for a full hour's episode. Oh, so absolutely. I've now got you on social media. There's no getting rid of me now, I'm afraid. <laughs> but, and then we will get you booked in to, to record with us as well. Fantastic. So it's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. We look Thank forward to watching you as well. Thank, Thank you. you. I have a question for you to think about. Are you brave enough to go within? and face your demons. Now, I was born in Rawalpindi, Pakistan, and life in Pakistan was extremely difficult because we didn't have enough money. 
So around the age of three, my dad moved to the UK to create a better life for us. While he was in the UK working so many jobs, me and my mum were struggling um, because my mum was like we had fed to see and be able to back, we had no money for her real. School life in Pakistan was terrifying because I was physically abused by one of the teachers. Every day she would get me in front of the class and she would ask me to read something. If I made a mistake, she would punch me, slap me, hit me with rulers and send me out the class. Then, around the age of 10, I was Seven. Me and my mum moved to the UK to be with my dad. Now, life in the UK at first was challenging because I didn't speak any English, which meant I had no friends. And for months on end, I used to cry in school, terrified of the teachers. So I thought the teachers here were exactly the same as the one in Pakistan. But I quickly, quickly realised that they were more gentle. Our whole life was stressful because my mom and dad were still stressed out trying to get money for us. Uh, we lived in a private rented place with one bed, one heater. My mom and dad gave me the bed while they slept on the floor. That was our lives for two years. And then around the age of 13, my dad was diagnosed He passed away within a year and shortly after his death, my mom felt ill and I became a young carer at the age of 14. At the time, I didn't understand why this was happening to me. All I knew that the world around me was falling apart and I felt so unsafe and frightened to be alive. I felt so isolated and alone as I'm the only child. There was so much fear within me that I began suffering from crippling anxiety and depression to a point I could not even step outside the house without having a panic attack. There was a time when I used to have two, three panic attacks a day and even if I would go to my garden, I would have a severe panic attack. I used to have community befrienders come take me to the garden, to the street, the park and it was a very slow process. That was my life for more than 10 years. I was cooped up inside my house living in my own house. During this time I questioned everything and I'm sure you guys have too during your hard times. What did I do to deserve this? If God was real why would he make me suffer? Why would he make anyone else suffer? What's the point in life? <laughs> then around the age of 27, I experienced something that I had never experienced or heard of before. I'm sure you guys heard of like out-of-body experiences or near-death experiences. I didn't have a near-death experience, but I had an out-of-body experience which changed the course of my life. Briefly tell you about it. So I was laying on my bed one day, I was neither asleep or awake, and I, um, all of a sudden I felt a vibration within my body. Bear in mind, I was an atheist, I didn't believe in anything. And um, I ended up in this place where everything was just completely white. It was so bright that I didn't even care my eyes. 
and uh, while I was in that state, place, being, dimension, realm, whatever you want to call it, um, I, I felt like I was home, I felt like this is where I'm originally from, and I felt the unconditional love of something that was bigger than myself. As I was there, there was beams of light standing there with the white light, and I went up to one light and he turned around and turned into the face of my dad. Smiled and said everything is okay. As soon as he said that, I came back and I remember from the right top to top of my head, my body was vibrating, then all of my body was vibrating. Um, but for a week, I didn't realize what was going on. I was freaked out. I didn't tell anybody because I thought people would think I've gone mad. And um, I was in such a blissful state. It was like such a blissful high. And then uh, my ego would take over and say, what the hell was that? Right? Um, and then a week later, same thing happened. I ended up in the same place where, like, I, I just felt this, like, bubble of energy just wrapped around me. And I felt so much love, like, love that I've never, ever experienced in my entire life. Not even from my parents. That experience was quite brief, but I came back and remembered my uh, body was vibrating. And um, this was the first time I ever said the word God. And I woke up my sleep half a step half away. Thank you, God, for everything. Thank you, God, for everything. And while I was saying that, there was a loud voice in my right ear that said, Stay positive and keep that was the night that changed everything. From a person who can leave the house without having a panic attack, to doing everything, socializing, helicopter rides, becoming a motivational speaker. And hey, I even won the best female decorational person of the year award twice in a row.
and then you look at your calendar and you're like oh my god how has it actually got to march already and i've not even done anything like everyone around you seems to be making these amazing plans and going off on holidays and you're like i've not even had time to run a bath or even brush my hair hand up here if anyone ever feels busy overwhelmed like there's no off button life just feels so constant all the time and everyone's starting to notice that you know life is becoming a lot more distracted so I run women's circles at my salon and these women are constantly telling me that they're tired and they're exhausted and sometimes when they feel like this they think to themselves is this it is this actually what I signed up for so I say to these women let me show you a different way. Everything that I've been through and where I am today, I can show you that the world can look very different. So let me share this with you today. The thing is, deep down inside all of you, you come to these events because you're looking for a little glimpse of hope that someone might share an inspirational story and be able to help you. Or you might listen to that little bit and nugget of advice for people when you leave here today things are just going to feel that little bit easier and as a child you might go through life and you might daydream that when you end up being an adult that you're going to have all this freedom and have all this fun but sometimes we turn into adulthood and there's just so much responsibilities we just don't know what to do next and then there's the what ifs a lot of you might feel like anxious at certain situations in your life but you don't really want to admit it it might even be when you get on the bus or when you're taking the kids to school or some of you might have some real anxieties about money worries or um, relationship responsibilities and sometimes anxiety can consume you and it can make you go into your mind and think what if what if i get this wrong what if i get that wrong what if they laugh at me well, if I'm honest, today I'm feeling quite anxious about this talk right now. And I was walking up and down the corridor outside and I was thinking to myself, I'm going into my mind and I'm thinking, what if I fall over? What if I forget my words? What if everyone judges me and walks off? Or I drop this on the floor and bend over and I rip a hole in my pants or something. <laughs> but at the end of the day, none of these what ifs really matter because 99% of the things that we actually worry about never even happen. So next time you start to worry, I want you to just stop and think to yourself, what if I don't do it? What if I didn't get up here today? I might have risked the chance of not being able to help that one person that needs to hear my story. What if I didn't get up on stage today and speak about my story? I might have missed the opportunity of not learning a new tool of public speaking. Deep down inside every single one of you, you know that there's something more to life. You have this inner gut feeling inside of you and you know that there's got to be more. And I'm here to tell you today that there is. And it's funny as well because when shit happens in life, we tend to look at all the external situations. So we tend to think, okay, I need to seek to change the relationship that I'm in. Or, or the friendship groups that I'm hanging out in or maybe I need to change my job but at the end of the day it's the inner work that really matters when you spend time with yourself and you sit with yourself and you work on your inner world everything on your outside world will shift and things will get better 
I remember when I was coming out of my depression and I woke up one morning and everything in life just felt so much more beautiful. I wasn't worried about the past or the future. I was just very much in this present moment and everything just felt easier. So let me take you back to April 2017. This was the day when I got my keys to my wellbeing salon. I was stood outside my wellbeing salon and I was like, oh my gosh, is this actually happening? My hands were shaking, I was looking down at my keys and I thought, this is a new beginning. I was jumping around, I was dancing. My son Marley was like, mum, will you just stop it? You're embarrassing me. <laughs> and I opened the door to this wellbeing salon and I walked in and I was greeted by these bloody hideous yellow, bright yellow walls. And I was like, oh my God, it used to be a t-shirt shop before I took over it. But do you know what? None of that even mattered because my vision, and I knew that this wellbeing centre was going to make such an impact to people's lives that I didn't care about those yellow walls. And another thing was that it had a two bedroom flat upstairs, so it meant that me and Marley finally had somewhere to live. The reason I tell you this is because the road towards getting this salon was not always this easy. In November 2015, that was the year that the, um, that the carpet came from underneath my feet. I lost my previous business that I really loved. Um, I had a relationship breakdown that was a mentally abusive one. And I lost my dream home, which I thought would be my forever home. Um, and to be honest, I lost my identity um, and I fell into a really deep depression. So yeah, I felt like I lost my identity that day. Um, it was very painful, it was very messy. And at the age of 28 years old, I ended up moving back in with my parents. My mum reminds me of one morning when I woke up and Marley ran into my bedroom and at the time I'd not even registered but it was actually my birthday and Marley ran over to me, I think he was about eight years old and he gave me this birthday card and I was that poorly that I couldn't even lift my head off the pillow to turn around and accept the card of him, not even from my own son and I just want to share this because depression can be such a debilitating illness and the severity of it can make you not be able to do the most simple things. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you something what that did for me, was that when I could get out of that bed and I could take Marley to school and I could take him to the park and I could open those birthday cards, it made me so much, great, so much more grateful for the small things in life. So before this insight, my mum had to rush me into hospital one day out of desperation. I've been on antidepressants but they weren't working. They were just making me feel more and more numb. Everything that I tried wasn't working. So we sat in, we sat in A&E for five hours and after five hours of waiting, feeling hopelessness and desperate, the doctor sat me down and said there's basically nothing that we can do. And when someone tells you that when you're feeling hopeless, it's one of the hardest things to listen to. So I ran out of the hospital and my mum ran after me but she couldn't she couldn't catch me because she was too slow. And um, I found myself stood on Oxford Road uh, in Manchester and I walked into the middle of the road and there was a bus coming and I stood there and I counted down 
five, four, three, two, one. And I don't even know in that moment what even stopped me. I mean, you think it's because I've got a son, but when you're in that place of desperation, you feel like you're useless as a parent and that you can't, that they'd be better off without you. So, all I could think that stopped me that day was I thought, shit, you know, this is, this is gonna hurt, you know. This is gonna really hurt. So then that ended up prompting um, a voluntary sectioning into a psychiatric ward. Um, my mum and dad thought I'd be safe in there and I thought that I'd be looked after. And after being in this psychiatric ward for 12 hours, I met a girl in a ward next to me and she was the most incredible person I've ever met to this day. I mean, oh my God, her circumstances were so much worse than mine. She had bipolar, she had personality disorder, and she was really suffering. And I'm not even sharing this story to compare lives, but what I'm trying to tell you is that the relationship between me and her was unbelievable. And she put me underneath her wing, and she really cared for me. She showed me loads of love, compassion, and understanding. And in that moment, I just thought, when you're in your darkest place, always know that people will always be there for you and people will always be compassionate and understanding. I'd like to share a quote with you now. Jim Carrey once said, Depression is you saying that I've had enough. I don't want to be this character anymore. I don't want to hold up this avatar that you've created for me in this world. It's just far too much. Think of the word depression as deep rest. Your body needs to be depressed. It needs deep rest from the character you're pretending to play. The reason this quote means a lot to me is because for much of my childhood and my, 20, uh, and my 20s, this was me. I went through some, through some really bad times, some quite significant times, and what I ended up doing was I pushed these things down and I suppressed them and I just brushed them under the carpet and I kept on going. One of those things was that I went through um, child abuse as a child and I just carried on and kept a smile on my face. Um, and I'm not telling you this right now for sympathy or anything like that. All I want you to know is that your past doesn't have to define you. Everything that you go through, you go through for a reason. And I believe now that my greatest power is all the challenges that I've been through because the real gift is that it's allowed me to grow and share my story with you today. So when I left the hospital, I went back home and I sat there and I thought to myself, the doctors can't help, the medication hasn't helped, it's up to me to do something about this, it's only me that can make these changes. So I took myself on the spiritual journey. I started to rewire my brain. So every, any negative thought that came into my head, I started to change it and turn it into a positive thought. I'd listen to um, me and Marley driving into school and listen to affirmations all the way there, all the way back. I listened to podcasts after podcast, um, YouTube, uh, Les Brown and Tony Robbins, all these inspirational speakers. And it really helped to lift me up. And one day, I woke up and I thought, right, I'm going to try this out, I'm going to see if it's actually worked. So I said to my dad, right, we're going to Morrison's. So I decided that everything that day was going to be crazy positive. So we got into Morrison's and we're walking down the food aisle 
and I seen these beautiful can of baked beans and I was like, wow dad, look at them baked beans, they're absolutely bloody gorgeous. And dad was like, okay Hayley, so I put them into the trolley, so I put them in the trolley when I was pushing the trolley down and I was looking at the wheels and I was like, oh my god, these wheels are so awesome, they're going so fast. And um, then we got to the checkout and I could hear people muttering and being a bit negative, they were like, oh, this queue's taking ages, all oh, the weather's shit today and all this. And I was like, no, I'm not having it. Like, I'm going to take this opportunity to like enjoy being in this queue. So I was like, I'm going to like be nosy and see what people have bought for dinner tonight and all this. Um, got back in the car, we put loads of Motown on, we drove back home, I was just having the time of my life in the car. Walked in the house and my mum was there and she said, <laughs> how was your day been? And I was like, look, it's been the best day of my life. It's been absolutely amazing. I was like, how's your, been, your day been? And she went, oh, it's been better. <laughs> Negative Nancy. Uh, but anyway, it was still the best day ever for me that day. After this, I had a phone call off my sister. Now, my sister suffers bipolar. So at the time of my illness, she was the one that knew what was what to do with me and kind of how to help me to get better. So she rang me up one day and she was like, right, get in the car, we're going to Manchester. So I went to Manchester and she stood me at the finish line of the Manchester 10K run. And she said, I just want you to stand there and I just want you to see people's expressions as they walk over the finish line. So I've seen people in wheelchairs, I've seen people that have been carried over, I've seen people that are doing it for a cancer charity, for mental health. And it was so amazing to see these people like overcoming their challenges. And my sister turned to me and she said, Hayley, one day when you're better, we're going to do that 10k run together. And a year later we did and we got over the finish line, which was just the best feeling of my life. Um, and then when we got back, my sister said, let's go for a walk. She used to take me for these mindfulness walks because I don't know if any of you know, but when you suffer depression or a breakup, like you find it very hard to eat. And for about two weeks, I'm not eating anything. And she went, come on, we're going into this cafe, we're going to get some food. Went into the cafe, had our dinner. Um, and it, it turned out there was a mental health fund cafe. So I ended up doing some voluntary work in there. So the days that I was overthinking, I'd go in there and it just take me out of my own mind and out of my own problems. Anyway, we went next door one day and it was a t-shirt shop. And I said to the guy, oh, when I get my own salon, like, would I, would you be able to make me some t-shirts? And he said, where's your salon? And I said, well, I've not found anywhere yet. And he turned around to me and said, well, this place is available. So if you want it, you can have it. And I was like, really? And also upstairs, it's got a flat. So the, the moral of this story is that sometimes in life, you don't know where you're going and you don't need to always know. You just have to trust that the path is out there for you. And for me, if someone had offered me that salon eight years ago, I probably wouldn't have taken it because of the place I was in. So I believe in divine timing. So getting the keys to my salon was quite a slow recovery. And I met this one guy called John Phillips and he ran the mental health cafe next door. And he'd been observing me throughout my recovery. And he turned around to me one day, he knocked on the door actually, and he said, Hayley, he said, I'm gonna nominate you for an award. And I was like, no you're not. And he was like, no, no I am. He said, I'm gonna nominate you for this award because you're actually doing everything that this award talks about. So basically the award was um, the person that's turned the life around and is that to help the community. So actually, I had done those things that he said. Um, when I got better, I started to give it back. 
from anyone that had helped me throughout my mental health journey, I started to, um, so I gave a, a pamper day to the hopeless, um, I gave a pamper day to the Women's Wellspring Centre, um, and the thing was, I wasn't looking for validation or an award or anything like that. The reason why I did it was because when I was at my illness and at my lowest point, me and Marley were going to Manchester and we would feed the homeless, we'd take the food with us, we went and did the soup kitchen, and we'd give them inspirational books, we'd take clothing with us. Because when you're in a really bad place, if you can get out of your head and give back to others, then that's the key foundation of well-being because it really helps with your own sense of self. So this is what my salon's all about. So Zeno's Haven Salon that I now run is a safe space for people to come to. It's a place where people can collaborate, feel safe, and we can lift people up in any way that they need lifting up. Um, and the forefront of my mind when I'm creating my values and my vibe around my salon is always mental health and well-being. Now my dad played a massive part in my life. Um, my dad helped me to set my salon up, so he was a massive grafter. He used to get up early in the morning, he worked on a building site, so he'd get up at 5 in the morning, work till 6 o'clock at night, then he'd get on the bus, come to my salon, and he'd spend hours helping me to paint those ridiculous bright yellow walls. And he'd paint them a beautiful magnolia colour, so when my clients came in, they could feel that, that warmth and that welcoming kind of vibe. And he used to plough him with endless cups of cappuccino and he used to play Motown music and it was amazing. And those last few years, me and my dad got really, really close. Now sadly, on the 29th of November 2021, my dad passed away unexpectedly and that was really hard. So my mum ended up in hospital and I thought to myself, how on earth am I ever going to carry on with the salon get the funeral ready, speak at my dad's funeral. But it was different this time. If it asked me eight years ago, I couldn't have done it. But this time, I was different. I knew that I was stronger. I knew I had the courage to do it. And I knew that I had this new identity. I knew that I'd got Hayley back. When you lose a loved one, it deepens your connection to spirituality. And I know for a fact, since my dad's passed away, that on the other side, he's pulling all the strings and he's helping me and still guiding me and supporting me every day. Which is amazing. <laughs> so I just want to leave you with three, three things for today. I'd also love any questions at the end of it and I'd love to connect with each and every single one of you. So thank you all for coming. But if I can just leave you with three things today, I would say number one, always have compassion and understanding like the girl had in the hospital that day for me number two always don't take the small things for granted always be grateful for everything that you've got in the here and now and number three trust that there's a path that's paved out for you even if you feel absolutely lost and you don't know where you're going just have absolute faith that it's being carved out for you and it will reveal itself my final thought today, <laughs> don't quit, keep going, stay hopeful, know that even the darkest times will pass and always know, well I always knew that the catalyst for me was always me.
And the catalyst for you guys for change is always you. Thank you very much. Finally, <laughs> to get hold of Tracy from Sunshine Holistic Therapies. Tracy, it's a pleasure. Thank you. And I'm so pleased you've been busy today. Thank you. Tell us what you've been doing. Okay, so I'm an alternative therapist. Yeah. Um, been practicing um, alternative therapies since 2002. Yeah. Um, I'm based in the Chester area and I started up a business called Sunshine Holistic Therapies in April 2022. So the treatments I offer is reflexology, Indian head massage, hot stone massage, hot stone foot reflexology, crystal healing, crystal facial, maternity reflexology, fertility reflexology and crystal healing. When do you, yeah. when do you find time to do your own healing then? So I usually operate evening and weekends. It's yeah. okay not to look at that. Look at me or that, uh, I don't I'll mind. I'll look at you, it's yeah, better yeah, looking yeah. at you. So I obviously... Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> just keep looking at both. We'll Whoever. Just, okay. It'll keep Glenn happy. Okay, so basically I um, do evening and weekends yeah. and obviously usually one weekend a month I have off to, you know, practice my own healing and, you know, yeah, self-care yeah. on a daily yeah, basis, yeah. if I'm honest. How did you come across holistic therapies? Okay, so I was physically unwell. Um, I've got hair, nose and throat problems, and that's been since a child. So back in 1999, I think it was, I ended up with MRSA in the ears. Right. Um, obviously, went through the medical profession. They were very supportive, all the rest of it, but it wasn't getting rid of the ear mm -hmm. infections. So I started having reflexology right. myself. So um, I always operate on the basis that, obviously, if I'm doing a therapy, I want to know what it's about and experience it. So I started going for treatments and then went along to, you know, have a do the course and then qualified, you know. And they were just ongoing. Once you do one course, you just lead on to, yeah, to yeah. many more. Yeah. So I'm also a member of the Federation of Holistic Therapists. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, it's a regulatory body um, and got insurance. And obviously, we have to operate on continued professional development. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's me. Yeah. So I've recently just started another um, therapy called reflex therapy. Right. Um, okay. Functional reflex therapy. And that's for people with learning disabilities. Now, yes, you were telling me about this earlier and yeah. that, that this is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And I think it should be done nationally. OK, yeah. So carry on. Yep. So the course was basically um, the tutor is a lady called Lorraine Senior. Um, who works with individuals in a special needs school that yeah. experience severe communication difficulties. Um, she obviously, you know, um, trains and it's a three-day course. That was completed in Brecon in South Wales in November last year. And what it is, is it's basically, it's either, um, it's a treatment on either the hands or the feet um, using the colour of the chakras yes, and yeah. using communication um, using a bag um, and hand massage and foot massage yeah. to obviously um, help people relax, uh, experience severe anxiety, 
communication difficulties. It's a short treatment. It goes on for about 20 minutes. And it's, it's a beautiful treatment. That's lovely. Yeah. That's lovely. Tracy, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah? Where can people find you? Okay. So my, I've got a website. Um, my details are, I'll have to get the information, sorry. All right, okay. It is Um There is actually a contact form on that website. Um, and there's also a phone number, 07729620446. And also a Facebook page called Sunshine Holistic Therapy. Um, doc, you know, Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Can you tell me something that you're grateful for today? Well, just the energy. Um, you know, obviously people are coming in... Um, there's a lot of stress in the world at the moment, mm. cost of living crisis, and you know people are experiencing you know more trauma yes, and yeah. that, aren't they? So I'm just grateful to be here, to be involved in such beautiful energy, and just to support people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just to, you know optimize people's health and well-being, and put them back in charge of yeah, their own, yeah. you know, their own well-being. Lovely. Yeah, Thank but sometimes you. people just need a bit of advice and guidance. It's nice to have people like you, oh, you. supporting people and just, yeah. and just being here, yeah, really. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah. Oh, On no. behalf of yeah. the community and yeah. on behalf of, oh, of, of yeah. humanity, yeah. We, we thank you, yeah. really. So. Well, it costs nothing, does it? And no. at the end of the day, the, again, the, the treatments are cheaper because, again, I believe in you know, giving something out to the community yeah, yeah. and sharing what I've been gifting with yeah. and who supported. I, you know, I've met many along the way that supported me. So I yeah, just believe yeah. in giving something back. That's lovely. Thank yeah. you. OK. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. I'm going to grab you myself so a little bit of sunshine. <laughs> Good afternoon, I'm with Nicola Neal and you are a spiritual medium, I believe. I am indeed. And you do indeed. lots of other things and you've set up the Fox Pioneer Centre as well. I have. So Fox Pioneer Centre Spiritual Community um, was a dream of myself and it's a brainchild of myself and my friend, colleague Martin Colclough. Right. He's since now looking at more the formal educational side of things which is what which is the direction that we are steering ourselves in as well right um we, we have the vision in the future to offer actual tangible qualifications oh, okay. within psychic sciences within mediumship psychism healing etc this right. is a little way down the line yeah but um, you've started the foundation absolutely there. we've started it absolutely so we do okay. online classes multi-part courses but the area of focus at the moment is our, our church services so we do marvelous right. mondays online mondays, like marvelous that. mondays it was <laughs> wonderful wednesdays but it's now marvelous mondays okay <laughs> online divine service and that's every right. monday evening via zoom yeah. And we also do monthly in-person evenings of mediumship in Stoke-on-Trent. I was just going to say where you're based. Yeah, uh, yeah the, uh, the Toby. The, we've rented a room from the Toby restaurant in Festival Park in okay. Stoke-on-Trent. Well. So we're yeah. upstairs. Yeah. Um, so that's all very fabulous. And we also do a monthly online development circle as well. So there's lots of options for people there. Absolutely. Who want to get into classes and looking forward to a formal qualification. Absolutely. In the spiritual realms, really, isn't it? Absolutely. So. I mean, if they hop onto our website, foxpioneercentre.org, 
Yeah. There are links on the front page, on the home page, I believe they call it. Yeah. Um, they take, they click on TS Fellowship and the Association of Independent Spiritual Ministers, which is the, the qualifications yeah. of ministership at the moment. Right. Um, that we, that basically we're all a nice little family. Very good. And so today you're here doing your spiritual medium. Yes. And your readings. Did. Yes. And he everything. Did. Yes, sorry, jumped in there. Yeah. Do apologise. No, all right. <laughs> There's a lot to, to get through, isn't there? So it I'm is. trying to show the banner without. <laughs> yeah, it's like shuffle, shuffle, <laughs> shuffle around. <laughs> so talk to us about what you're doing here today. I'm doing one-to-one -one mediumship readings, psychic readings, because psychism and mediumship is the same thing, but just at a different vibration. Um, and so that's what I'm doing today. And I was here yesterday, and it's it's all marvelously wonderful. Good. A little bit. You told me that A1 Radio. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was on A1 Radio for quite a while last year, and other commitments took me other places. So, yeah. you know, it's it's, it's it's the believe it's a famous song, isn't it? You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yeah. So you, you've <laughs> moved forward probably more into. The absolutely, absolutely. What you've been telling me there. Yeah, yeah. And how long is it since you set the central? 2020. Okay. When at the beginning of the pandemic, right. myself and Martin identified it started out as Wonderful Wednesdays. Yes. Um, but then as people started going back to work, yeah. um, attendance dwindled off. Right. So then we made it Marvellous Mondays, you see. Yeah. Uh, that's when we started. We identified that there would be people very much missing their spiritual contact yeah. and their spiritual and if you catch them at the beginning of the week as well, Absolutely. you've got more chance of the numbers being higher. Exactly, you? exactly. Start the, you know, start the week off with spirit. And so then that was born and then Fox Pioneer Centre was born out of that as well. Right, and have you got anything else up your sleeve? I'm sure there is. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? <laughs> well, just waiting to come out. <laughs> well, we are planning um, something for next uh, next November, but it's very much in its incredible infancy to the point where I haven't even booked the venue yet. Okay. We've just been talking about it and collaborating about it today, but it's very exciting. It involves Christmas, it involves spirit, Okay. And it involves charity. So if people want to know more, they'll have to hop onto the website and find out all about it. Okay, so you're on Facebook as well? Yeah, Facebook, Fox Pioneer Centre. Yeah. Also, Marvellous Mondays is on Facebook as well, Instagram. I'm just kind of getting used to TikTok or making yeah. introductions to TikTok. Yeah, and all of this side of things. Yes, so yeah. <laughs> These platforms of social media. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The days when marketing was an ad in the paper yeah, long gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been there, done that. That's yeah, exactly, exactly. Great, well, wish you well. And thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. Thank you. Oh, just as I, as I do mentorship and mediumship readings, just to plug myself a little bit more. Of course, yeah, um, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, group mediumship readings, mentorship, so that mentorship is very much tailor-made on an hourly basis, be it weekly or fortnightly or monthly, whatever. It's a spiritual. Spiritual, um, so it's people well. helping within their own development. But I take a very much holistic approach with my mentorship because to me, that if you only develop one, one side of you, then the yeah. rest of it kind of falls short, it's all yeah, integrated. Yeah, so left there, isn't it, unguided, and uh, yeah, the focus is not there, is it? Absolutely, and it's all about personal development as well as mediumship development, because you've got to have the two together. For it to balance. Exactly, yeah. and, you'll f and people find that they have their aha moments 
based on the exercises and the homework that I set them because it, it's, it isn't a case of just here we are, here's an hour and then I'll see you in a fortnight. I give my yeah. students homework to do. So they're progressive. Exactly, it's progressive. So there we go. Fabulous, thank you very much, Nicola. You're very welcome. Thank you very much indeed. We have managed to get hold eventually of Amanda from Hands On Healing. You've had your hands on many people today, so I feel privileged that we've managed to get a couple of minutes with you. Tell us, Amanda, tell us what you've been doing. Tell um, us what you do. So, when I was a teenager, I learned that I could put my hands on people, say prayers, and different health ailments that they had would yeah. completely dissolve and disappear. It was all like little science experiments, if I'm honest, to start off with. I just thought, I'll try a little bit of this and I'll try a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah. And then I worked out that it actually worked. Then um, I discovered that you needed to actually do Reiki courses and all the rest uh, okay, of it. So right. I needed some sort of certificate that said that I could do this. So I went yeah. and learned angelic Reiki very recently. But it's the same principle of the Reiki that I was guided to do when I was younger. So mm. I've been doing it for, for such a long time and I just class myself as an earth angel. So you've kind of been doing that for many years then. So would you say that... Since then, you've had any kind of spiritual awakening, or do you think yeah, that was really quite young as well? Um, I, so I call them dark nights of the soul, and yes, you go through yeah. multiple different ones. It's not something that ends. So yes, I, I've had far too many for me to count. And probably still far too many and to I'm happen And I'm still yet having as them. Well. So the angelic Reiki, that I, the course that I actually went to do, I had an adopted mum, and... It's one of my dark night of the souls was that her son had killed himself. It took me four and a half years to find this lady. Yeah, yeah. I've gone round and spent an awful lot of time with her. And then the day that I actually went and learned angelic Reiki, on that evening, I got told that I might have dreams and I needed to pay attention to them. I'd always told this lady, if anything ever happens to you, you know I'm psychic as... Mm. So find a way to get through to me. Yeah. Um, I have insomnia and I never go to sleep any earlier than midnight, but on this one particular night, the first night of me doing the Reiki course, I'd been attuned to the 33 angelic realms, yeah. and I looked at my phone, it said 2222, uh, 22, and I passed out that night. I saw an eagle in my dream that yeah. went... And I generally believed that that eagle was one of the signs that was getting given to me to do with the course. And then the following day... Um, I went back, did it, the, my daughter was actually conceived in that castle as well, so I went back the day after, I ended up meeting the guy that owned the castle, mm. miracles happened to me that weekend where I was taken on a Reiki course, and so that was Thursday and the Friday that I'd done that, yes, the following yeah. Tuesday I went through to visit this lady and she'd actually died, and right. they'd put that she died on the Friday, but yes, yeah. I'm the only one that knows that she died on the Thursday night because that eagle was her coming through to me. Because right. we used to say the eagles landed all the time, but I never yeah, put two yeah. and two together until I'd worked out That's that she passed away. So yeah. I'd then, as part of getting the 3D certificate, then gone through another awakening. But this, this one's been a lot easier to handle because I know she's in a better place and... All that kind of stuff. So sometimes you're the awakening. The more of, my, of what I found, anyway, the more that I've gone through with them, the less they become. So to yeah. start off with, they were really difficult, and they could take months and months and months for me to get through the other side. Now I think we're about twelve weeks 
from the point of me doing the angelic yeah. Reiki yeah. and I, I've worked out how to be able to heal myself a lot yeah. better. Yeah. So I do the hands-on healing. I'm also a complementary therapist. Um, I don't particularly enjoy doing reflex. So I stick to the stuff that you enjoy doing because that energy makes it yes. better for other yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. So I do massage therapy. Um, crystal massage, bamboo massage. I do multiple different types of, of massage, but it's the hands-on healing that I've really got a passion for. Yeah. yeah. Well, that and fire walking. Tell us about that, because you're organising part of... Well, you are organising the Beltane, the Beltane Full Moon Firewalk in May, the beginning of yeah. May, Friday the 5th to Sunday the 7th of May, that. So, Tell us about that event. So this all came about because, well, four years ago, I went and did my first fire walk at this actual location, and I was crowned the queen, and part of um, Beltane festivals is that it's the fertility of moving into the next season, yeah. and they used to crown people to be the, the divine masculine and the divine feminine that would carry that energy forwards. Mm. The Lady Nikki, who was the previous queen, she crowned me. I got really excited on that weekend and I went, I'm coming back next year, I'm going to hand my crown across to the next person. Yeah. And then COVID came in 2020 and it's not, not happened since. No, no. And so, went, but you're still the reigning queen then? Uh, I have been a reigning queen for the last four years and yeah. I'm desperate to yeah. hand it across to somebody else. Yeah. So that's the whole intention to why I decided that I was going to set it up. Because when I spoke to everybody, it wasn't that people didn't want to do a firewalk. There just wasn't anybody organising yeah, it anymore. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'm quite good at bringing people together. So let's. Yeah, yeah. Let's I can imagine you are quite magnetic. Yeah. Really. So. So the first just draw, must draw people to that to that place. So the first firewalk that I did, that was a weekend one, and then after COVID had finished, I actually went to a social distance firewalk, right. which was. <laughs> an experience normally you'd be going across in a constant loop with yourself and we all have to wait for the space to be able to right okay to, so okay. it was it was a lot different doing it during yeah, the lockdown yeah. um but i actually stopped the whole proceedings because i wanted to do a cartwheel through the the fire instead did you of, do it yeah i did wow <laughs> so i went over to the lady that was doing all the drumming and keeping the tempo upbeat for everybody and i went could, could I do, do me a favour? Could I just do a cartwheel? And she went, you go and do whatever you want. Now, on this occasion, I've actually spoke to her prior because I want to throw... I've found people in different countries, different types of fireworks, and one of them, they actually worm through the coals like a worm laid in it, and they throw it as they go over the backs and they get, he, they get healing everywhere yeah. with this. So I actually asked whether it was possible for me to put my feet into the fire, use my hands and throw it onto myself. Just like, if you want to do that, you can... So I'm, I'm off to take it a stage further, but this is how I, I work out the spiritual. Yeah. I, I feel that you like to... It's life lessons. I feel like you like to just push those boundaries a little bit. Just a little. Yeah, if you yeah. tell me I can't do something, then You're I'll go give it, it. Yeah, I'll yeah, go give yeah. it a go. Uh, Amanda, where can, tell us, where can people find you? So, I'm quite old-fashioned for... I'm in the Harrogate area, and I am a mobile therapist because I believe going and doing it in the comfort of somebody's home yeah. is what's going to get them the, the best results. So that's where I do my actual therapies. Yes, yeah. 
But the Firewalk, you can find it on Facebook. There's a page set up. It's it's actually called Beltane Full Moon Firewalk yep, yep. Festival. Okay. If you put that in, you can find it on Facebook. Can I can I give that number out, or if you prefer not to, or don't need to? I would prefer that you don't give that number out if this is going to end up going on to. Okay, things. that's fine. That's fine. But if anybody is interested in it. Go on to Facebook, onto the actual Firewalk yeah, Festival, yeah. send a message directly to, to them and one of us will get back in contact Perfect. with Thank you. Thank you. That's lovely. So. Thank you. That, Amanda, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure just being in these energies with you today. So. I'm here with Thank Andy from Witch in the Willows. So. Hi, Andy. How are you doing? Not too bad. Good, yeah. So I was just saying uh, earlier about looking at your lovely store there with your incense and your jewellery and your crystals. Uh, do you want to talk about how you got into it and how long you've been doing Yeah, we started in 2020, um, my wife and I. She had this idea and concept in her head. So right. we started hand-making things. We used to do wands, uh, the witch bells, really good sellers. Yeah. She took to ETSY, got the stall going, the shop was fantastic, really did well. Yeah. So we've just started doing markets and festivals now. Right, um, yeah, so the, the shows are quite new then at the moment for you. Yeah, we did, uh, we've done Witchfest last year, and we've done uh, Living Well at Shrewsbury. Yeah. But this is the first year we've gone out and really, really gone for it, yeah. Yeah, and where are you based? Uh, we're based in Mid Wales, near Newtown. Right. Um, so we kind of. So you're travelling quite a bit then at the we'll, moment with these shows. We'll go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't mind oh, it's interesting as well, isn't yeah. it? Missing new people. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Yeah. So where do you see the business going? Are you going to do more in person or online or? Uh, thinking. Hopefully, we'll, we'll keep with the online stuff, but it's, it's nice to get around and meet people. Um, obviously, network and get new ideas. Might be some new products out next year. We just. Yeah. Keep going for Keep it. Keep going, that's yeah. right, yeah. And how are you finding the shows at the moment? I suppose it varies depending where you are and, um, you know. Well, everyone's not got any money at the moment, is it? It's pretty, pretty it's tight tricky, everywhere. It's isn't it, yeah. yeah. But, um, so I suppose when people are coming, they're yeah. coming to get something that they're looking for, yeah, aren't they, we really? we are blessed with people still coming around and buying things. Yes, definitely. Um, and obviously, without the customers, we aren't what we are. That's so, very true. And have you got a website or are you on Facebook or anything we, like that? We do have a Facebook page. Okay. Um, that is Witch of the Willows, not the Witch of the Willows. Yeah. That'll take you to the Facebook page. Yeah. And the ETSY store is the Witch of the Willows. So, right, so you've got two, two separate ones. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot more on the website than there is there. It only, only fits so much. Of course. And can people buy off the website as well? Or? They can buy off the ETSY yeah. shop and they can certainly buy off the Facebook page. We've uh, got quite a good following. I think it was 3,000 last I checked. So right, yeah. We, we do go quite far. And ETSY, we're selling most of America at the moment. They seem to have more money than we are. Oh, OK. That's <laughs> so interesting, we do, yeah. We do a lot of overseas. Oh, and are you both, you and yourself uh, and your wife, are you both spiritual or is it more of your wife's thing? Or um, both spiritual, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the wife is, she's a light healer, trans medium, yeah. uh, traditional Welsh witch. Uh, and when she's got time for anything else, she's a good ghost hunter as well. Uh, <laughs> Very good. And what would you say you, your spiritual path um, or journey is? Definitely pagan. Yeah. Um, a little bit eclectic, take a bit of everything. A mix, mix and match. Mix and yeah, match the best way, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Marvellous. So I think we've uh, got the information there Marvelous. to promote you and well, thank, uh, you, thank you for your time. Excellent. Thank you very much. We are now with uh, Shaz Marie. Yes. Uh, Shaz, lovely to meet you. And you too. Um, and, and 
I'm just so pleased we finally managed to catch you because you've been so busy. <laughs> it's been a busy Everybody's day. Everybody's been so busy today. It's oh, been lovely. It really has been a lovely event to be part of. We've met some lovely people. I can see an array of everything that you do. Uh, and I don't know where to start. Shaz, tell us what you do. Okay. Um, I, I am the author of two books, Ask the Angels and Messages of Hope. Now, those, I've got a um, card deck which come with each of those. I am a teacher, an author, um, I also do card readings, angel cards. Um, so I do, I'm very crafty. I yes. teach, yes, there's all sorts of things here. I teach mindfulness on a regular basis, so yeah. I teach lots of things that help people. Um, the Ask the Angels books are something that's quite special. Um, the cards were were designed first of all with um, um, oh this is not good can we start again <laughs> no, no, right, carry on okay no, you'll no. cut it okay so um, the the pictures that you see on my artwork yes, yeah. are, um, were done a lot of them in spiritual readings yeah so how I how it worked was I would do a tarot reading for someone yeah. and then I would um, paint the picture and do and read the picture and that developed into a card deck and then into a book. So um, the card deck people often have a little shuffle and pick three yeah, cards for yeah. a day and it gives them a lot of. Um, I've actually had it. I picked a card earlier on. Oh, did you? Um, yeah. And it was so apt for today. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Everyone really seems to find that they're really accurate um, for their situation it's something that you can pick up very easily they're playing card size I've only got little hands yeah, so yeah. Um, they, they're very portable they're really easy to use and do you know what I love the cards that are pocket size yes so the pocket size they're so it's just so nice to carry around anywhere you go aren't they they are they're lovely um, a lot of people use my decks. I also have Facebook groups. I have Ask the Angels, oh, sorry, um, Chasmarie Angels and Life to the Fullest. Yeah. I do quite a lot of readings within these groups, but also do a lot of mindfulness as well. Because yes, yeah. um, life is so stressful and so busy for people at the moment that doing mindfulness just really helps them to deal with the stresses and the strains. Yeah. At the bottom of my stand, we have a lot of mindfulness glass painting kits, which just takes people away from all their everyday yes, stresses yeah. and strains. So you do yep. that in workshops, you, you, you take people through mindfulness workshops with yes, that, do you? Yeah, yeah I do um, five-week courses, and um, in, in that we do um, mindful eating, mindful walking, glass, we do um, mindful crafts, we look at um, how to help yourself through relaxation techniques, so it's, it really is a, is a good introduction to mindfulness. We yes, learn to yeah. leave our problems behind and live in the moment. Yeah, yeah. So it's really important. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. Where, Shells, where can people find you? Okay, they can find me on Facebook. I also have a website, shazmarieangels.com yeah, okay. or shazmarie.com. So, um, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, last question. Yes. One question that we ask most people. Can you tell us something that you are grateful for at the moment? Oh, I'm grateful for so much. I'm grateful for all the wonderful people I've met at this event. People who um, have known me from my Facebook groups have come over to see me. Um, people who've seen me here before have come back to say hello and how um, much what I do has made a difference in yeah, their lives. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very grateful. Oh, lovely. That's lovely. Mm -hmm. And lovely to meet you today, Shaz. And you too. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, what a day. It's what been fantastic, hour. hasn't it? What yeah. a day. I don't know about you, but I've had a fantastic day. 
we've interviewed so many lovely people, but I'm tired. Cream crackers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you're glad we came to Stoke Oh, yeah, it's been a lovely day trip. It's been a a nice trip out. We've met some new people as well. We haven't. Which is really nice. Tracy and Amanda, who likes to do the uh, cartwheel firewalk. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And some fantastic demonstrations today. Even the lady from the uh, Dragon's Den and yeah, things Rachel. like that. Yeah, Rachel. It was wonder, wonderful to see some of these different modalities that we haven't seen in any some other different uh, ones, uh, wasn't there? Yeah, Peter yeah. did a demonstration, didn't he? Spiritual mm. alignment and attunement, was it or something? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then was it Stevens? We did it. Stephen. That yeah. was Stephen. That was an experience. Another level. Yeah. 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 To see you grinning for that long is uh, we've I never, felt like never the Joker. that happened. Well, me I mean, literally yeah. felt like that. I couldn't it pull it down. Yeah. Felt like the Joker. Yeah. At it one was point. funny. Like you, you even said yourself. Uh, do you mind filming something else while yeah. I gather well, myself? For a few minutes after, you were still a bit like yeah. that, weren't you? A fantastic experience. That was good. On on the on Metatron's grid, it was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. What else have we done? We also have a talk. We've, spoke uh, to. we've recorded uh, yeah. talks as well, demonstrations, yeah, and we've spoken to quite a few people, haven't we? There's been a few people that have done some deep dives with the, the talks there, talking about their past and how they overcome certain obstacles there. And that was, uh, hopefully, you'll find it very empowering as much as we did they watching did it and filming it. their vulnerability, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, it was mm, very some, inspiring. Uh, strength as well. Yeah, yes, it was, yes, we've had some motivational speakers today. Definitely. Yeah. As well, that we've been able to record with. So that was good. And the, and the amount of people that want to come on and record yeah, a full separate, episode yeah. as well. And thanks to Dion for asking us to come here as well. Yeah. Definitely, um, yeah. My friend. I feel very privileged yeah, to yeah, be it's asked, been a pr- Yeah, it has been fantastic, thank you. Everybody's just been so accommodating, very friendly, haven't they, with us? Mm. And it's, uh, yeah. it's a nice environment, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'd like to come here to have a look round. We haven't seen the actual place of, of Nant- Nantwich, have we? Nantwich, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've just been in the centre, but yeah, it looks a lovely place. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. yeah, Well worth a visit. Mm. Happy to be back in your hometown. Well, it's different. It's uh, unusual coming back. Yeah. Uh, I like it, but I also like where I am. Not yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> yeah. no, it's been nice to see people I've not seen for about 10 to 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been really oh, great. Thank you, Julie, because it's your it was your contact. So thank you. Thank you, you for pointing us in this direction. Yeah. We have yeah. enjoyed it. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I am thoroughly and looking forward to being at home now, though, as well. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. Putting yeah. our feet up. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks we'll see you watching. soon. See you soon. See you. Keep on peeled. Thank you for listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page. Until next time, have a good time. All of the time.